So tonight, <laughs> what we're going to discuss, one of the things that I really believe is happening is that um, uh, God wants to take us out of the things of, of, of the natural and start moving us into the things of the supernatural when it comes to wealth. And one of the things that was really interesting, I was on a Zoom call today with uh, some different leaders. And one of the things that I noticed and he spoke to me about is this, is that we're still trying to take the understanding of the world and trying to take it and move it up into the kingdom. And that's not working. And what we have to do is to take the realm of the kingdom and bring it in and change the things of the world. So even our language is going to have to change. So we're gonna, um, uh, we're gonna talk about that tonight. Dang. <laughs> really You're talking about bringing the kingdom down, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's get we're it in here. Bring the kingdom out of us Let's because bring the kingdom in. of God is, is in us. And what we're doing and what has been happening is um, he says as we seek first the kingdom and the kingdom's way of doing things and everything that we need will be brought out of us, you know, will be added to us. And what would that mean? It will be added from the inside coming out. And so, you know, the, the way we see, the way we talk, the way we act, and um, we actually act in the kingdom as if we belong to ourselves and as if we have decisions and choices. But once you move into the kingdom of God, you see, I, I really think that one of the things that we haven't done, we haven't understood the kingdom. We've taken the kingdom and act like it's church. Mm -hmm. Totally different thing. The kingdom of God and the church. Totally well, different. I, it, and we think let it's me, religion. Let me, let me I'm sorry. Let me finish. Church or religion? Let me, let me finish. Uh, what it is is this. The kingdom of God is God's rule in the earth. And we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So that if we actually look like, look like that, then what we're doing is that we realize that we're like he was in the earth. And he says, I don't do, I don't operate on my own. I walk in a realm of obedience that no one has ever seen before. And I walk in a realm of obedience that with my father, well, my father, as you say, you're all the same thing. I mean, that, that's, you know, um, my daddy, if he was still alive, he'd be my Abba and, and whatever. That's not a spiritual word. It's just an um, a, a intimate word, okay? But what it is is this. When we start to walk in that, and I really believe that this is where we have to walk if we're going to do what it is that he says, and if we're going to manifest what it is, and I'm talking about true prosperity and then true wealth, and we're going to have to start to operate from his vein and recognizing that we give up our lives and we start to live out of his and stop using, you know, the cliches of the world and whatever it is. And even when we explain what religion is, and we need to explain what it is because I don't think people understand it. So I'll open that up and um, let's do it. Um. <clears throat> Go ahead. You were, we were going to say something first. So I think it's important to understand what the church is. Uh, and not get confused with that church, with the religion. So the church is the body of Christ. As the kingdom states, the body of Christ is the church, and Christ is the head of that church or that body. Um, religion is all the earthly aspects of that uh, being in a congregation. 
So we can't confuse this church with a congregation, uh, a religious congregation, no matter what it is, whether it's Catholicism or Protestants or whatever. That, that, that's the religious, the religious sessions of the earthly realms of the kingdoms, being, you know, the, the ones that are being mis, mis, um, misinterpreted. But the church is the body of Christ. And if we're, uh, if we're saved by Christ, then we're in that body. And it doesn't depend on a, on a religion as Catholicism or Protestant. It, it depends on the kingdom that we bring into this. And that's the part that people don't understand. Is if they don't understand the scriptures, if they don't understand the word of God, then they're going to be led by religion and how to act. We can't do that. We all have to know the word of God and act in the word of God, not in religion. So uh, the church is in the word of God. Okay. The church is called the ecclesia. And the ecclesia is a governmental rule. Okay. But in that, he also says, there's things that he says that his body, which is his church, that they must do. Because there's order in the kingdom of God. There's order, there are, uh, there's, he has rules, regulations, and policies that go along. Any, any business, any, in, any, anything that does not have order or structure is, is chaotic, okay? And without that, we have a real problem. And what it is, is that we have it where everyone understands according to their own way. And it depends on which realm. Uh, you know, when you come into the, the, when you only come into the kingdom when he becomes Lord, because he says, I must be Lord and Savior. Okay, we confess him as Lord first. That means owner. You've just changed owners. That means that you recognize that you've been bought with a price, and now uh, your salvation and all of those things, that the salvation and the walk in salvation starts. But as uh, being cognizant of the fact that he is the owner, and that means that he's responsible to care for you, he's responsible to do these things because he took on that responsibility. And then he says something. One of the things that we get wrong is that the building. We're not coming to church. You said that, and that's that's proper. But we, he says, do not forsake the gathering together of believers. He don't say bring sinners in there. You know, uh, you bring sinners and other people into things like this, Bible studies. I mean, you know, what we're discussing. But he said, do not uh, forsake the gathering of together as believers. So we set times apart with the gathering of together of believers. And that believers uh, is uh, the way the scripture shows it is, is people that believe the same thing about him. And it's always about him. It's, it's not a, about that when we start to move in that oneness. This is what happened on on uh, that last Pente that Pentecost, uh, uh, that particular Pentecost. They were all doing what he said, gathering together believers. And then what happened is something phenomenal happened. They were all in one accord. They were all in one thought. Why? Because they were all focused on who he is. Not on what they are, not on their opinion. Because your opinion don't mean nothing. My opinion means absolutely nothing. Yours and yours and yours, it means nothing. The only opinion that means anything is the Word of God. And what we've done uh, is that we've taken this and we've said, okay, I can do everything that I want to do because I'm being led this way or I'm being led this way. And uh, what's happened is that the Ecclesia has never come together as this 
uh, governmental body that it's supposed to come to, uh, together and, and legislate the way it's supposed to legislate. And that means that as we speak, what we speak is we decree and we declare what will be and what not will not be. And because of our disorder, our disobedience, and all of these things, the world is looking like it's looking because we are not operating in the order and recognizing that we don't belong to ourselves anymore. If you're in the kingdom, if you understand anything about a kingdom, if you're in the kingdom, the king rules. Your thoughts and your opinions and all of those things, they absolutely mean nothing. It means as much as a turd in the toilet, you flush it. And so we walk in that, we, we, and when we walk, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know, I, I went by that quick, okay? <laughs> I went by that quick, uh, because, because it's absolutely useless, okay? We forget who it is that we are, we forget what it is that we want, we start to recognize that it's, it's him and what it is that he does, you know? So uh, yeah, I think that's a really good point because you know we have to differentiate those uh, things because like last week we were discussing about supernatural and now we're talking about this process of what really the kingdom does in our decision making. Just this is like a a personal example that just happened recently. <coughs> it was Saturday night. Uh, I was doing a lot of paperwork and it was already ten ten thirty. Um, I do Shabbat uh, rest. That means. Friday night at 6 p.m. Everything is like with God until 6. And I used to jump back to work at 6 p.m. on Saturday. And then so a lot of my mentees was like, look at you, can't wait to get back to work. So I started to uh, really still extended my meditation till 10, around 10, I start my work. So I finally start working at 10. So at 10.30, my left uh, a gas meter popped on my neighbor right next to me and then the fire flamed up the side of the house and I looked at my because God told me don't do your work at your office which is upstairs just be in the kitchen and honestly I don't cook so my kitchen there's nothing to be in my kitchen you know it's like so why I had to bring all my work down here you know so I did I didn't I didn't know because he wanted me to have a vision of the back door window because the orange flame, and I thought, oh, look at my mentee there, because we have a Fort Watch, something, they come early, they're probably doing something, trying to mess with me, because they know it's back to work, a lot of young people come, they ask a lot of questions, you know, because they just wanted to see whether the kingdom of God works 24-7, so they come around that time, and I said, oh, this kid, something popped, what are they doing, you know, trying to put fire, flame outside my door, and then the Holy Spirit told me, just check it out, so I came outside and I saw the big fire. I said, ah, I don't got no time for this fire. You know, I got work to do. So I just command the fire to go in the name of Jesus. And then God says, okay, so you just command that fire to go, so it's gonna happen in another house. And I said, oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. You know I said? <laughs> I command that fire to go and I release the angel to protect each house around us. And right now, I said, I need that fire to be completely annihilated and depleted. And then I saw it started because it's a two floor, uh, and it's like one of those brand new um, townhomes that is really tall. So the fire passes, surpasses that. Everybody's screaming to the people. They're not coming out, you know. They say, come out, come out, your side of your house is fine. And the flame is going into my master bedroom like this, very, really big. And I know there's a transition happening right now in this moment. And I can see that the fire they can't touch me, the enemy can't touch me, but it's trying to create something to disturb the very thing that God was asking me to do. 
because I was doing paperwork laws and things for the government. So I have to need to be focused on doing those things. So and nobody's at the house and nobody's outside my backyard. So I ran back inside to take picture because it was depleting, it was gone. By the time I came out to have my camera, the fire, I got upset that the fire was gone completely. I needed <laughs> to take a picture of it, you know? So and God said, just go ahead and do a video film. And I filmed it because God reminded me that morning, I had a conference in UK that, this, that, that broadcasted to like 12 countries around the world with all the youth and they're hungry to see real leaders, real government. What do we do? And I just told everybody, all the young people that God is real, that you have power and authority within you, but we have to attach ourselves to the ecclesia to leaders, mentors, role models, people that will hold us accountable so that we begin to grow so much. When I saw that, so I took a picture of it and I, you know, I called my prophet because one of the thing was the people would not wake up. People were screaming, but banging in the house, they would not come out. So my prophet got on the phone and said, I declare and decree, I command those people to get out the house. And the moment in Jesus' name, that's all he said. I mean, sharing this because I wanted to show you the religious aspect of people and in the simplicity of the gospel. I just said I command the fire to go and then God corrected me to be more precise but it's still not like I have to do Ave Maria and all this rosary <laughs> you know because I grew up was like that that we have to get in our knees and do all kinds of life and light up a lot of candles and stuff and to get things God to move in your behalf and it doesn't take that much. So the moment the prophet said get out in the name of Jesus those people that is in that home and literally, you know, the couple ran out in their underwears. I ran out. Like, I was like, that's crazy. I told the people on the phone. I was like, hey, so problem solved. They, they're safe. They just walked out. So I'll talk to you later. i got to get back to work. So I just kind of just went back to work because I don't have to worry that those things are not. God is taking care of everything. If we are kingdom people, we have to pray for what's happening right outside our house and make sure that that's you declare the decree to make sure it's getting annihilated. Hold on just a second. She said something really powerful. She said pray. That word pray means um, I make a petition, okay? Mm -hmm. And then at, right after she prays, she decrees. Mm -hmm. See, because praying is like, I want you to do this. You, 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 uh, th that is bringing something to an attorney. I mean, bringing it to the judge or bringing it whatever it is. Yeah. And then you decree what it is that you want. It's just like last week, two things happened. One um, young man was there, and he was dealing with his yes. eyes, right? And uh, we spoke to it. I just spoke to it. And then the, the Lord had him look towards my office. And as soon as he looked towards my office, that thing left his eyes. Mm -hmm. Well, something else happened on Sunday. We preached the kingdom of God. We released that. And then uh, one of the young women that was there, um, I looked at her, whatever it was, and she says, come. You know, she, she normally comes mad at me. And, um, but this time she wouldn't sit on her lap, <laughs> okay? So I sat on the lap and I looked at her eyes and she had this film over her eyes. And she says, Mama, I can't, I can't see. Everything is black. It's just, I mean, I, I can't see. Everything is dark. And so I just, I was just sitting on her lap and I put her, my, my hands on her eyes and she started to pray. And I said, stop it, stop it. You know, uh, have you been praying? You've been praying, right? It didn't do no good, right? So just shut up. And, I mean, just be quiet, okay? Uh, and, and, and I just laid my hands on her eyes, right? I didn't pray, I didn't say anything, okay? And 
because that's what the scripture says, and I knew that the power was there, and I just laid it. All of a sudden, I'm looking in her eyes, and the film goes away, and she starts to do this. She says, I can see. I can see. I said, well, go and tell people you can see, all right? And so these are the things, and then uh, 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 something similar. I mean, it's been happening. You know, it, it's happening because the kingdom is being released, but one of the things, and then I'll let you, uh, one of the things of it is, is this, I believe what's happening is this, is that there's order coming. You and I have talked about some of these things, and we talked about the disorder that was going on. Now, you and I had an opportunity to get into a mess. You spoke about that last week very strongly. I just love you. See, I just, you know, we, 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 we definitely can. You know, uh, you spoke about it very strongly and, and all of that, but we decided, to, wait a minute, this is, not my, this is not my thing. This is not me. We have something to do, okay? And nothing is going to get in the way of that. And because we put the kingdom order and taking the king's business and not having it where I get to move by my feelings, I get to move by that, I get to listen to all of this, this, this mess, and then what happened is that the kingdom of God is operating, and I believe that it's operating at a, a higher rhythm and a higher frequency and a depth that we've not seen before. And I, I really, I really know that the apostolic, uh, as you said, you got the prophet to point his finger and to do whatever it is, um, and and this is this is this is this is what happens. And as this, oh, there's the young man I was talking about with his eyes right there. Um, what, what it is that is happening is that as we get in alignment with the kingdom and realize, I don't have an opinion. You know, I hear this from you all the time. Abba said do this, my father, you know, my father said do this, so I do it. Mm -hmm. See, it's not your life, and you realize that. You don't get to do mm -hmm. Maritoni's way. If you've got to do Maritoni's way, if you had an opinion, I mean, you know, he don't care. He's just, you know, you're asking, why am I having to bring this stuff down there? But you did it because, but it's none of your business. You just followed the orders. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that's missing. That's the thing that's missing from the uh, body of Christ, the church, the whatever it is, because the world has the religion, okay? And the world has the thing that says, I do what I want to do. That's religion, mm -hmm. see? Because what it's saying is, I'm my own righteous. That's all religion is. It's saying that I'm my own ruler, I'm my own righteous. The devil is more religious than anyone in the world. <laughs> Go ahead. Like when you said we have to tune ourselves. What will we, first thing is when we surrender, when we surrender our life, like you said, we our life is no longer our own, right? And so when we're, we can't be moved by emotion, um, you know what a tuning fork is? It's mm -hmm. a musical thing. You, when you're tuning a piano, you tune it to the tuning fork, not to each other. When you're trying to get the choir to work together, you don't listen to each other, you listen to the right That's notes. Right. So when you're listening, you listen to God and not... Um, people not around you are saying something, but some will, will not be right. And so you have to tune your... You have, ultimately, you have to listen to what Jesus is saying to you. And when you're reading the Bible, I, I don't know how many times I've read the Bible from beginning to end, but each time, this year is so different. Mm -hmm. I, I think because some, a revival already happened in my life, so in our life, so it's 
it's just different. There's so much more depth that I could see. And don't you um, think it's because you stopped listening to yourself? Because we don't listen to people around us. We really listen to ourselves. Yeah, we listen to Yeah, ourselves. people around us have nothing to do with it. I mean, it's, it's we it's listen to ourselves. Mind, mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And yeah, when I, I was working, um, I was working in a corporate world, so mm -hmm. in marketplace, I was at AMD, and there's a lot of hard What's people. AMD? Uh, advanced micro devices. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, I, 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 they make yeah. CPUs. Okay. Um, so, all the stuff that in here. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for explaining because you know I was looking at you again, right? Okay. Here you go. Okay. I designed chips. Okay. I designed these stuff. So I was there for two and a half years already, and I said, God, why am I still here? What am I doing here? Who am I here for? Because there are a lot of people that's hard to please, hard to work with, mm -hmm. and people um, that are working for me that are not even. I not, don't want to listen to me because mm -hmm. I'm a female, you know, um, and, and then, so I was asking God that this, that week, and then all of a sudden, it's like, you're laid off. It's like, oh, okay, thank you, God. <laughs> it's time to go. I knew it was time to go. And the same day, I got a call from one of my old boss. I didn't even know how he found out I got laid off because I got a job for you. You want it? I said, I need a month off. <laughs> <laughs> before he starts another job, mm -hmm. he said, "Okay." So then, but then when you're when you're tuned in to God and 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 I was just questioning because I I don't really know why I was there. I was still there because it's past my time. Mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. So so then he answered me and said, "Okay, you're out of there." <laughs> That's a good thing. I, I want to make sure that people capture what she was sharing too. Is that when she work and do things unto God, so when she leaves her job, she's not even worried about her bills or anything, or she, God, you know, I wanna serve you, but I have to stay this job. No, mm -hmm. she's literally checking on God 24 seven. <laughs> How long do you want me to be here? Am I supposed to be here still? Because when you're speaking to God that way, he's gonna respond and he's gonna expedite your assignment to that job. Integrity and everything. What happened? Opportunity, it's already ready. It, she's like an asset to every company that she's gonna be working for. See, this is what we're trying to show the difference between, you know, religious people that always say, God this, God this, you know, bringing their Bible at work and then not really walking it out. But let alone to the one that is really doing their job in its excellence, because Jesus is excellent. And then God gets to use her in multiple companies. Do you, don't you think, this is a question, um, don't you think that, you know, I believe that these people that have to carry their Bible and then have to quote scripture all the time, I wonder if they're even saved. The devil did that. He quoted scripture all the you time. You know, that's good that you mentioned you know, that. Because I don't think they're saved. So they're not <laughs> even religious. What they're doing is falsifying the, 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 the good news, because the gospel means the good news. They're falsifying the good news because there's no God, there's no, uh, uh, there's no understanding, there's no order, there's no any of them. They bring chaos everywhere they go. They ain't saved. You know, when I first got saved, I was crying to God. I said, God, I want to be like them. I want to be that type Ooh, of Christian. Jesus. I want to quote scripture like there's no tomorrow. So <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm going to memorize all of this. And he said, you need to stop. Mm -hmm. Because they're using that in the wrong way. The only time you quote the scripture is to the devil. Yeah. 
everybody is using the sword the wrong way. That's Technically, right. so if I'm quoting a scripture to Dr. Baker and she's quoting, just imagine me have a sword stabbing my sister. She's stabbing me when he doesn't and I'm need about to, be. to cut your neck off because well, I'm no. tired of hearing <laughs> scriptures. So it's like it doesn't. It's it's not supposed to be used that way and then other people witnessing that in the wrong way because that's not how it's supposed to be yeah i i'm i'm, I'm with you and I, with and that. i'm about to quote scripture oh there you go. <laughs> michael is good at this come on pastor give it there, up there, there's 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 a there's a difference there, there's no, a, you know, it, what do you think about those things what do i think about those things <laughs> number one is we, we talked okay, about we, we talked about excellence and, and the word of god is through excellence and I, can you um, just turn the regain down on me? Thank you. Very cool. And then so much power coming the, out of you. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I'm not quiet. <clears throat> I'm not a quiet individual. I'll try to whisper. Um, but even in the in the first church, you know, uh, Paul had uh, to talk to uh, Titus. He sent a letter to Titus, and he sent a letter to Timothy. Mm -hmm. And in these letters, he's talking about the people that are there that are... It's not this one. Um, the, <clears throat> so the, what he did was, um, he was telling t uh, Timothy and, and Titus, he says, look, you guys have to be careful of these individuals. And he named them. And he says they're confusing the word of God, the gospel, the, the truth, and the word. They're confusing it. And this was in the beginning of the church. And they were talking about them polluting the word going into the new disciples and the new, and the new, the new uh, members. Mostly because of circumcision. You, you have to remember that all of these, all these people were Jewish. All these were people of Israel. They knew what, if they weren't circumcised, they weren't part of the Israelites. Paul had a dream. He says that has nothing to do with anything becoming a follower of Christ. You do not have to be circumcised. But they were preaching that they did. So Paul wrote these letters to these people. And this is, it's going on today. All atheists know the scriptures better than any Christian I know. One of my worst debates ever was with an atheist about, about uh, Christian idea, about the Bible. And I lost every point because he had a rebuttal from a different scripture that had nothing to do with that, but I didn't know that. See, they know the scriptures can be put in any manner they want to put them in. What we have to do is know the scriptures in our heart. He says, write them in your heart. That's where they have to be because there is no good one. Not one is good. And when he says that, he's talking about the heart of people. So what we have to do is we have to write the word of God on our hearts to get rid of all of that other stuff that's burdened on it. The growing up stuff. The teenage stuff. The drinking stuff. The sex stuff. All the stuff we grew up with has to be replaced by the word of God in order for us to gain any kind of semblance of the kingdom. And what we don't do is that. We depend on somebody else to tell me what the scripture says. You know, let, let me ask you this. I believe that what, what it is is this, is that 
it, until you recognize that you are a new creation, a new creation. And then you see, when I became a new creation and I understood that, I understood that much. They told me that I was a new creature. I was a new creation, that old things had passed away. Now I knew what old things were. And immediately, immediately, I realized I was a virgin. I realized that I was not, a, I was not any of those other things that I was. See, it, it was, I realized that I was a new, he said, now if I was going to believe anything, then I had to believe that I was a new creation in Christ. Okay, old things are passed away. He says, forget those former things. And that was the first thing that I worked on. Okay, I was the first thing that I allowed him to do. All right, he said, he, he also said, he says that, that uh, it, and if we didn't need teachers, if he says, I have, a, this is what Christ said, I have given some apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, what for? For the edifying, for the building up, for the training of the saints. Because when everybody comes in, they come in as a technon, right? Mm -hmm. They come in as a child. And many people stay as a technon. And what happens, and the reason for this is, is that people think they know everything. They don't want to listen. They don't want to change. And without that, there is none. If, 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 if uh, Paul, if, if Timothy and, and Titus had not listened to Paul, see, they listened to him. He taught them that. He taught them what it was that they were to know. And so that they could be built up. If uh, I have people that teach me things. She teaches me. I teach her or whatever it is. There's things that I know that she doesn't know. There's things that she knows that I don't know. There's things that people know that those that the other apostles and prophets and all of these different people and they're able to speak in there. There's prophets that speak and said, God is saying this and all of that. What happens, here's what religion really is, is that when we decide that we know everything and that nobody can teach us anything because the spirit of truth, the spirit of truth in her, it's not that a person is teaching. That's why when they, when, when, when we look at it and say, that's a woman up there teaching, no, you a fool going someplace to happen if you go and hear a woman. There's a man up there teaching, you a fool, you're a bigger fool going someplace to happen if there's a man, or a bigger one if you're going someplace to hear both of them. Because that's not what it is. We have not moved into the spirit realm where we see that it's the spirit of God that is speaking through man. When you were speaking, it was not you that was speaking. It was the spirit of God. Otherwise, why are you talking? It don't make no, it doesn't make any sense. And this is what he was saying. You keep people, and I'm talking about you personally. You know what I'm saying when I say you. We'll talk about it. No. <laughs> but what we do, mankind, what we do is we take it down to this level. And we keep acting like we're there and we're not. So we keep bringing it from, a, from below, okay? And what happens is we walk under, we walk, we, we walk under our own works, our own strength. You know the problem of some of the people too, that when you begin to try to edify them to take them to the next level from being a child to maturity, you show them this is the right thing to do. And when they do things, let's say, when they get caught doing things illegal and bad things, all of a sudden, they, they will use this word, you're judgmental. Yeah, you know, oh, don't do this, you know, you can't. And then they use the scripture 
you know, oh, you can't do that, you know, you got you know, lock in your eye. And I'm like, excuse me? I said, this is outside the kingdom character. <laughs> kingdom citizen supposed to be full of integrity inside of the church or outside. We should not be doing anything outside the, even our fellowship, even outside our home, something that will cost somebody else fine, illegal stuff or anything. Own for it. And the good, the good thing about it is like me and Baker, we're here not to judge you, just to let you know this is the flaw, but I'm giving you the solution. Because if you listen, if the kingdom people or anyone is talking to you about a correction, they better have a solution following to it right away. Because if it's not, then that's not of the kingdom. Because the kingdom gives you what? When there's a problem, there's a solution. So we're going to highlight the very evil thing, but we're going to show you the very solution. Or else we're not doing our job. That's right. You know, so that's that just like a lot of things recently happened. I mean, this is almost like, a, you know, I even asked God, I said, why do we do these things when the entire cycle and every single church is congregation oh congregation community tribes <laughs> it's the same yeah, problem same problem so now i'm like pouring into the young adult and youth and they get it they take the risk oh we don't have to use our opinion or our mind just be with god we thought that the kingdom of god was only for adults and i said you know what young folks wake up because they look like they're taking they're still doing it brick by brick the kingdom of God is here already, you know? There is nothing trying to put things together or there's nothing that you master that you only have. Like she said, we're constantly learning and growing. And I think even the, the, the book that I've been distributing, you see is such a, just a journal and a bullet of something basic and a foundation, but it's all the word of God. So when you meditate to it, God's unpacked it because we're now stepping into this time of harvest. That's harvest of wealth of information that God is one to download rain from heaven down to earth. Not only business strategy, but solution for people's problems, health crisis, you know, medicine, other things that you need to invent and bring forth. That is just a one-stop kind of healing. Because some people believe on healing in other ways and God provides in different levels to produce healing to your body. Is it working? Mm -hmm. Your mind's working? Yeah. Um. I would, I would. You can disagree. Go ahead. Let no, no, no. I, I don't. I don't disagree. I think it's it's a it's a matter of um, it's a matter of, of pooling things together so that we can understand what it is really truly about. Um, you know, it took it took from from the time of Abraham to the time of Christ. Um, the word of God was diluted into a mess of stuff. Um, it was so bad that the people that were, were, were in the temple were, were being, you know, you're going you're gonna to be pushed out. You're going to die. This is what's going to happen. All the prophets that came in were to tell, telling the people of Israel that they, they're a mess, and if they don't straighten out, all of it's gone. All of it. But not all the prophets were doing that. You can see that through the word. But the prophets were told to do that. Okay, the prophets, they, that's what they were there to do. Amos, um, you know, those prophets in the latter part of that time period were telling the people of Israel, y'all going to be destroyed. Ain't going to be nothing left of you. 10% is going to remain. That's what he told them. 
10% will remain of the Israelites. But uh, God is going to move into the Gentiles. Therefore, Jesus Christ came in, brought it first to the Israelites, because that's all he could do. That's right. That's all he could do. And then Paul was christened through Christ, through blindness, through the stroke of he God. He brought something to a few Gentiles, a few people the, outside of the covenant. But he was the one assigned to the Gentiles. Yes. He, no, no, no. I'm talking about Jesus. He brought yeah. some things to some of the outsiders. Right. The woman at the table. The woman at the well. The woman, the woman with her well, daughter. The, the, the that woman was at the there. well was a, a Samaritan. She was a Samaritan. That's, yes. Those were Israelites. They, uh, they, they were outside. They were outside. They were acting outside the law, but well, they all outside were outside the covenant, the covenant yeah, by that time. Yeah. So it's pretty interesting. Um, but you won't know this until you read the scripture, and that's what's important because the kingdom of God lives in us. It doesn't live anywhere else on this earth except in the people that are disciples of Christ. True or true? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about the kingdom being around us, no, it's not around. It's in us. Well, it's and around like us you too. said, it's around us too because you're around me, and the kingdom's in well, you. Well, that's <laughs> what I was just gonna say. It was like you said is that that's why we're supposed to get together yes, because right. now we've got a a big group of kingdom people. So now you know I had a dream once. Um, God came in, and you know I was I was walking on the street, and I just felt this lift upside my butt, and I. I started floating up in the air and I turned around and there's God. He's got me in his hand. He said, I need to show you something. So he took me up above the heavens and here I could see the whole earth. And as we were getting higher, the whole earth turned into this really bad smog day, mm -hmm. right? This ugly LA red smog covered globe. It was ugly. And, and he's lifting me up. Here's what I want you to understand, Michael. And then all of a sudden, there was this atomic bomb went off. And this mushroom cloud came up through this, through this fog. And then there was a little clearing of blue sky. He says, that's someone who accepted my son Christ as his savior. That's my kingdom on earth. It clears the skies. It opens the spaces. This is why we're here to do these things is because the more we get other people to get involved in this, the, the bigger chance we have to get rid of all the pollution that's around us. So it's really important to get that, that, that knowledge. And the only way that you can get God's wisdom is to ask him for it. Mm -hmm. And you can't do very much in the leadership part of this without wisdom. Mm -hmm. And you can't get wisdom without God, and God is the only one that can give you knowledge. Mm -hmm. And knowledge is through the experience of living. You can get all the knowledge you want from this world, but it's not godly knowledge in most cases. No, it, no in, in, in all cases. All right, I, so, um, you know, if you want God's knowledge, if you want wisdom, you have to seek out him first. And that's why David was such an important person in this, in this history of mankind is because he sought out the heart of God. His heart sought God's heart. And there has not been many that he's talked about that way, that God has talked about that way. There's not many that he does that. That's written. I believe that, that what's happening now in, in our time and um, is that there are people 
there are people that God, <laughs> that God is speaking to and through, that he, that, he's, that he is having written things about. We just haven't read them. Because I believe that there are remnants, there are pockets of people yeah. that have sold out that God, you truly are Lord. You see, we talk about him being Savior. And many times people get Savior. Oh, I'm saved. Saved from what? I'm saved from hell. Big deal. How you know that? If he ain't Lord, you ain't saved from hell. You just said some words. You know, and that's what happens many times. But when you, when he says, if you, uh, uh, he, he has a process, again, he has, um, the kingdom of God has a way of entering, and you enter by Yeshua Jesus, but into the lordship, into the lordship. It says that, that he would be, that if you confess him as Lord, see, then you shall be saved. But it's a confession of lordship. And I think that one of the things that we don't realize and we don't, we don't help people with is allowing them to know who is Lord. And what does Lord mean? You know, it means that I give up my rights. I give up this. It's like the, it's like in, in, in they would go to the, you know, when a slave had worked for someone and now you're free. Okay, I do not want to leave my master, so therefore I go to the I go to the middle of the uh, of the the town and I go and I let them put an all in my ear. I mean, I get this because this is who I want to be with for the rest of my life, and I will serve you. I will do that, and then that really becomes a part of the family. He says, now that you have given me lordship over you, then you are my child. You are my son. It's sonship. I'm his son. I'm the son of a living God. I'm not a, it, well, you're a daughter. No, I'm a son. Okay, I'm a weos. I'm a mature, I'm a mature son in the thing because we're not talking about gender. And that's the thing. See, I don't think about being a woman preacher. I ain't no woman preacher. Number one, I, I'm, 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 a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, listen, the spirit of God is the preacher. You know, that's, that's interesting that's because I, I believe that's absolutely correct. Wow, we you know, agree on God, something. <clears throat> first time, I know. No. But, you know, <laughs> but he said, but, no, it's not the first time. Come on. <laughs> okay, so, no, but you're absolutely right because when, when, the, when they were trying to, dis, to, 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 they were trying to get a, a thing on Jesus, the Pharisees came in, or it might have been the Sadducees, but it was one of them, the ones that believe in, uh, that do not believe in resurrection. They were checking out Jesus saying, hey, dude, so we got these seven, these seven brothers. It was the Sadducees. Right? The Sadducees. Sadducees. They, want, they don't believe in resurrection, so they're trying to trap Jesus into this, in this little thing. Jesus, you know, he's, man, Jesus is, 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 Jesus is dope. Okay, so now they go to Jesus and they say, I got these seven brothers, and the That's oldest brother. for you to say that since you've uh, not been on some of that stuff, so. Yeah. So. <laughs> Oh, that's not fair. <laughs> so the oldest brother marries this woman. The oldest brother dies. And in Jewish tradition, this, the next son has to marry the wife to give the older son an heir. And so this goes through the seven sons. And this woman gets married to all of them and never has an heir through all these sons. And then, and then she dies. And they ask Jesus at the resurrection, whose wife is she? And Jesus says, you know what, it's really, 
bizarre because you guys don't understand. You don't know what you're talking of because in, after, in the heavens, in the resurrection, there is no man or woman. So when we come down here and we're part of Christ and we're here and we're doing God's business, there ain't no man or woman. That's right, because the resurrection. Because we're a spiritual individual <laughs> tied to Christ in the body, which takes away all that stuff. And he is, because he is the resurrection. And so the resurrection, the resurrection, that resurrection has already happened. Okay. So therefore, there is no There's male no or female, slave or free. When you start to understand that, then you can start to walk in the, the prosperity of the kingdom because what happens is this you recognize wow okay here it is i'm a son of the living god because this is what it is that he it, it, when he says son he means heir yes yes it has it really doesn't really mean i mean the only person that can do anything is the heir to the father yes so so People were were, use God, the word yes. son, but it's really the heir. Yeah, but you the, the, get the, everything. The, the, but he's talking about. But it's only the, the he uses that, okay. and he yeah. uses it as as uh, um, uh, not any longer the technon, okay, the child, That's but right. the the, um, the the mature the son, the the weos. The weos, that's what it is in, in, in there. It's the weos, the mature son, because then the mature son can handle the finances. Yes. Do you understand? Are you getting this? Okay, so this is the thing. What recognizes the weos from the from a technon? The technon is that one that is spending all of their little time. They're gossiping, they're criticizing, they're complaining, they're whining. We, 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 me, me, me. You know, and it's all about them. Yeah. Okay, and so, but the 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 weos, okay, that son is the one that's saying, "I am about my father's business." business. Yeah. And that's that's the difference. It, yeah, and there's no other option. And that that addresses um, the question that uh, that uh, Alicia had a couple of weeks ago. Is how how do you run your business? Well, because we're the weos, we're, we're not we're not the children. We are the we, we're not the we're, we're the mature. And that's how we can run our business through kingdom values is because we don't have any other values. There's no other way to do it. It's 24 hours a day. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have there's a just no other way. And if we find somebody that, because I, I was I was married to a person like this one for a little bit of time. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say this one little thing because it wasn't it wasn't illegal until you got caught. Okay. And and I always had a problem with this, right? I always had a problem with. This. So, it, it, but it, it, it's illegal. If it's illegal, it's illegal. That's right. Amen. 24 hours a day. Uh, 24 hours a day, the kingdom business is the kingdom business. Yes. Now yeah. I'll be That's quiet. good that you mentioned that because we have to go back. If you even think about it. Yes. Let's say that, oh, I didn't do the illegal thing. But if you thought of it, you better repent. That's yeah. right. Absolutely. Because the sins start from your thoughts. God hears and sees everything that is in your mind. It goes deeper. The not, sin starts in your heart. Yes. yes. But then it goes to I your mind. Then it, okay. Or, or it can. Well, anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that. But the whole thing of it is, is this. Because it, the, the Bible says this. That the, the battle is here. 
okay? So the mm -hmm. thought can come and then drop in your heart because the adversary can throw thoughts in your head, yes. okay? Oh, no doubt. And, yeah. and, and, and so it starts in your head and then it drops in your heart because you meditate on it. That's why he says, give him no place. And what's, doing, what's happening is here is prime real estate. That ain't, the, the sucker ain't paying no rent, mm -hmm. ain't paying nothing, I you know. An intruder. Y yeah, a, an <laughs> intruder. And, and we're, we're uh, I mean, people allow him to be there. But the thing, he, here is the thing. This is why the Bible says this. It says that we meditate yes. day and night. And then what happens, and this is, uh, uh, this is the, the uh, 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 Tanakh and the Brit Hadashah, which is the Old and New, New, New Testament, okay? Which is the first, and, uh, the, the first and second, it's not really old because it's still, it's there together, yes, it's a continuation. But the thing of it is, is that you can't begin to operate in a kingdom business until you don't belong to yourself until you don't belong to yourself. You can talk kingdom business and you can play it, but God will look one day and say, that was not my business. You operated it the way you wanted to operate it. And so therefore, what you made, you did. Yes, you made a few million. Yes, you made all of this stuff, but you've never moved in the prosperity that I wanted you to move in. You never went ahead and allowed me to bring the people to you because you see, when we're, when we're operating the way he wants it operated, we're operating corporately. Yes. It is not individually, it is corporate. He says it is a corporate anointing. Why is that? Because it's one body. Mm -hmm. No broken pieces. It's one body. It's like, uh, if here it is, I mean, we have all these different congregations. If God said, I want you to, to operate in this, I want you to, to operate in, in, in uh, uh, the whole ministry with uh, Apostle Maritoni, and what I want you to do is I want you to let her take this part, and I want you to, to, to submit to this, and I want you to do this, I would be happy to do it. Why is that? Because I don't own nothing. I don't own me. Do you understand? Yes. I don't own me. If I owned me, I'd be eating cake, I'd be eating popcorn, I'd be eating a whole lot of stuff that I don't eat. Why? Because he lets me know, this house can't handle that. Okay? This house cannot handle that. This house don't want that. All right? So what we have to do, I mean, we don't have to do anything. But what you, we, we need to realize something. And this is, this, is, this is the difference in the kingdom. And if you study about a kingdom, the king's word is everything. Mm -hmm. The king can come and say, I want this. I, the king took, what did the king do? Here it is. Here this woman, Bathsheba, is bathing. The king says, go tell her to come here. Uh, the king sent and had sex with her. Okay, the king didn't want himself to look bad, so he had her husband killed. And then the king married her. The king says, your horse, I want. Okay, this is where it was in the kingdom, in a true kingdom. It, it uh, uh, and, and now, now look at this. This is the difference between, uh, and I think this is really interesting, okay. 
You remember what's his name that wanted the vineyard? Uh, uh, Jezebel's husband. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. What was his name? Ahab. Yeah, Ahab really Ahab. didn't have no name. It's Mr. Jezebel. <coughs> okay. <laughs> she was more the boss. Okay. What it was is that now. Now look at this. Here it was. The man of God had no right. He couldn't sell that property to him because of his of of his uh, of God having his lordship. Okay, so what happened was this. He says, I can't sell you this. He says, I cannot sell you what really doesn't belong to me. He says, this is, you know, he was letting him know, this is family property. I can't sell it. If uh, you, you read the law, you read what it is that he has said, I can't sell it. So he got killed because he wasn't in Ahab's kingdom. If he had been in Ahab's kingdom, then Ahab would have had a right to steal, I mean, to, 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 to have that property. And that's what we don't understand. As long as I operate in the thing that I do what I want to do, I make my own decisions, I go where I want to go, I do this, I do this, I do this, you're not in the kingdom of God. I don't care what you say. Because his word says so. The power, taking power and authority, right? When you do the fire, but you can, you only have that power and authority if you submit. That's right. To holy, yeah. That's if right. You, if you don't submit and he's not your you Lord, run. you don't have any kind of power or authority. You better pack up and call nine one one. I'm gonna tell you that. That's a good point. Yeah, because like uh, that's what I have to describe the the Sabbath part. It's a relationship. Praying is talking with God. Constant communing with God. 24-7. You know, he wants to get some stuff done. Pay for it, then I get it done. And there was fire, then I tell God. I said, there's a fire. Need to go. And then what happened? They had to submit to the kingdom of God. That's right. When you're following the kingdom of God, does even give you a, uh, like an authority to do illegal things and disrespect all kinds of stuff. Because your king will show you how to navigate your life into this world because we are not of this world. So you literally just have to ask God every single thing that you do. Or eat or I don't care what you ask about what you're gonna eat, what are you where you, you ask go. About the coffee. Yeah. Oh that yeah. one? Yeah. Oh you know what? Yeah. I actually did. I actually did. You know I did ask a Baskin Army. There's there's this thing. You asked Baskin Army. Yes, every time I'm mission <laughs> I ask God every single time. This is very funny too. Every time a mission is accomplished, I've always asked God, now can I have my ice cream, please? Because we have to lead that child back. Because, you know, hey, look, if I have to do my way, I've been married already, got my feet up, and that don't have to do all this stuff. But, you know, so I said, God, you know, are you pleased? And he said, I'm pleased. Now you can go get your ice cream. And I make sure it's extra large. I know you do. <laughs> I make sure it's extra large. Because you know what? A lot of people always, because a lot of people, even my, my a lot of people, and you, and you miss being skinny and you miss, but they don't know the history why certain things, you why uh, certain things is happening to certain people. And you know, because my grandma will call me from Facebook and say, child, can you breathe? I say, grandma, yes, I can breathe. You know what I'm saying? Because Filipino, they're not used to this kind of way. And I said, mom, grandma, this is the Portuguese side. All kinds of other sides. On my dad's side, grandma, no worries. He said, you know, child, you need to lose weight so you can get married. I said, even though I want to get married, God said no until after 41. 
See, when you submit everything to God, even your desire, you submit everything that you want to God. And then God already gave me a vision. When that time comes, you'll see it yourself. It will be ready. But at this time, it's that, you know, I am a, uh, like a, a survivor of five times kidnapping. And, then, and a lot of the time, it's like God wants to give me a break being snatched out. I thought it's only overseas happening, but in Colorado, I was snatched out at the age of 24 outside downtown in a Mexican restaurant at two o'clock in the afternoon eating my lunch. You know, I was taken. So it happened in America. I was like, oh snap, God, I need to fully get saved and really, you know, really give everything to you because I really need his guidance. I need his wisdom to protect me because things happening in our life, you don't have to take it. You have to ask God, what is this? Why is this happening? And then God has to show me all the open doors that my family have taken. And then we have to close those through deliverance and other things. So, you know, there's certain things. That's why I love that we're having this conversation here because being with the kingdom of God is truly a freedom. Mm -hmm. You know, and I love Michael was highlighting about the couple. You know, this is a great example of a married couple, but they're not smooshed in together as one identity. They're two different identities, mm-hmm. but they're both heir in the kingdom. He had a mission for God. She has a mission for God. And then when they come together, there's another mission for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what I love about that is a kingdom marriage. That's a kingdom example of what it looks like because they both put Christ in between them. Their Lord is Lord, you know, and it's not going to be nothing else. And then when they submit to each other, it's going to confirm what God has given Michael and the wife. So that's... that's and her name is Leonora. Just oh. I'm just trying to help oh, you. Yeah. Leonora, Castillo, Leonora and, and the husband. Leonora and the husband. Do we have any questions? Oh, there's a question in the back. Yes. Yeah, we always have to correct that, you know. We have lots of single ladies in this house. So I'm just beginning to um, come to the point where I understand what it means to depend on God um, and just be in the spirit. So Paul talked about Christ being formed in us. So if I'm not quite mature, Okay, what what's the question? So like, like how do I know if he's like really Lord like that? If I could, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I guess I'm, what I'm asking is oh. everyone on the panel, like, can you give me an example of a decision that you made when you, your life wasn't your own, and then a decision you made when your life became the Lord's? So um, for me, like when I was in South Africa, I had had a proposal from a billionaire. And it's always been my desire to be married, but I know for sure that God is my Lord and my Lord said it's not time and he had revealed to me who my spouse is not because an amazing anointed man, not only anointed, love Christ and he's also got money and has the things that I need for the kingdom that will take whatever I think in my mind that will help the gospel of the kingdom to go to another level. But it, God is my Lord, so I don't have to say yes to that, I immediately turned down the proposal and then explained to the gentleman what it was. And then, you know, because I was in South Africa for a mission for God. And then I have to trust God as my Lord because I'm not from South Africa. 
and that was my first time going in there and then when God told me I need you to be there I need you to do this 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 and that I didn't need no hookup but that was like uneasy like it came because the enemy brings a counterfeit because they listening to what you're saying yes and amen to God and I know who my Lord is so I'm gonna have to trust God but the enemy brings what you need the very stepping stool the very things to take whatever message you need he owns a TV production you'll be in TV and radio right now they're booking me that day and then but I have to go there and do whatever my mission for their ministry but for whatever I need I did not kind of combine them together because my Lord has to provide for me has to bring whatever it is and guess what when I got back to my hotel I got fried chicken ice cream delivery and all bunch of stuff <laughs> on my hotel and then all the people say how and then the dancer says yeah it's paid by somebody and I had like food my entire room full of food and ice cream and stuff because God knew <laughs> God knew go ahead go ahead <laughs> go ahead Michael go ahead go Michael go ahead Michael go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. they're super famous. So she must have been done with her mission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got her fasting. So she got a big reward. Go ahead, Mike. I told you when he's a big guy. Just be quiet. Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, Leonora. Somebody go ahead. Get get away from Mary Tony. I get paid by food. I don't cook. So that's beautiful. Just be quiet. Go ahead. For us, it's when when God tells me something, and it's not what. My, when I t mention it to Mike and he, uh -oh. he doesn't agree, uh, and I go, I didn't tell him it's from God. And I was like, like you tell him. Yeah. Like eventually he'll he'll come around, but I, I I'm not gonna insist on yes. saying it's my idea. I'm not gonna tell him it's God's idea, but I say God, it's up to you. You tell him. <laughs> Amen. That's beautiful. It's good. That's a good example. How about you, Michael? That's so scary. <laughs> She's told me a lot. <laughs> She's told me to do a lot of things. I know that. I, you might say that you're stubborn. No, I don't answer that. Go ahead. Go ahead and talk to the people. Please. And you can't you know, take that, I am. I am. Either. I am one of the most um, patient. I didn't say it about patient. Well, it, it's getting on that point of being. Just, just go ahead. Just go ahead. So I, here, here, here's, here's, uh, uh, gosh, this, there's a, because you know I spent. Uh, it's it's really it's tough to pick one that will would explain this well because there there there's so many different things. But there was a time when when I first was um, walking with Christ that. Um, a person came to me and offered me an opportunity to, to start a business. Um, they were going to finance it. I had the skill sets to put it through. I had just become an, I, I wasn't even complete with my, um, with my, um, I had just, I, I had completed my um, addiction trial, 10 years of all that stuff. Um, so I was about two years into my um, walk with Christ and this person came to me with this business idea. And, and this person was going to provide all of the money to do all these things with. And there was a third person that was part of it. 
that I kind of insisted on. So there was th the three of us that were going to form a partnership um, in this business, and um, we did it. We formed the business, and we went through all kinds of SBA da -da -da trainings together and everything else so we'd understand it. And less than three months into the business, before we even got our first contract, um, the, the major partner with the money um, decided she was going to walk out and um, just, just close the business down. Well, I'd already made commitments to a bunch of stuff, so you know, it, 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 was, it was causing conflict. Um, and there was a whole bunch of conflict being, being brought between the three partners. Um, so I took some time off and I went out to a park and I had a friend of mine come and meet me there and we had a little chat and then he left and I said, look, I, you know, I told, I had a chat with God and, and he and he and I talk a lot. Okay. Um, I, I don't get the word of God in my ear. I just talk. Our chats are me talking to him. Okay. I don't get a lot of feedback. Um, but I said, you know, here, here's the deal, Lord. You know, I, I know that you directed this to happen because I prayed on it. And I wasn't going to do it unless you did it. And you, and you said, yes. I go, okay, I got that. We're in it. Now we're doing this. And this person is causing all of these issues. How do I deal with this? Do I, do I submit to her issues? Or do I say, am, am, or am I doing what's right in this? And I need to know this. And I said, I, I, what I want you to do is, because it, it was a blue, blue sky day, I said, if I'm right, I, I need it to rain on me. There was a couple clouds in the sky. I promise you that God said, what you're doing is right because he rained on me. That was God telling me that what I, the decision that I made was through him because it was right um, to do that way. But I had to ask him. But even in asking him, I had to know that it wasn't me that's making this decision because he's not saying Hey, Mike, dude, listen. <laughs> he's not whispering. He's not yelling. He, he didn't grab me in the hand and take me across the skies. He doesn't do that very often. But in, in a broad daylight, it rained on me in the park. Um, so I knew that the answer was, was truly from God. That's the only way I could tell you that when you become completely dependent on him, those things are going to happen. How, how old were you in the Lord at that time? I was less than two years, I think. I wasn't long. I, so, you know that. Uh, okay, you, you gave him a fleece. You, you. you I did. I set up fleece on him. Yeah. But you don't have to do fleeces anymore, right? You don't do very many fleeces now, or do you still? So, um, I don't. See, and, and okay, but but there's a caveat to that. So. Okay, but one of the things of it is the more that we grow. In the things of God that we grow from the technons to the weasas, what happens in the Lord anyway? What happens is you need less and less fleeces. You don't need those. Why is that? Because of that intimacy, huh? Mm -hmm. That intimacy with Him, and it's it's um, 
uh, the Spirit of God, uh, even though Michael talks a lot, uh, the Spirit of God probably talks more to him, and every now and then he gives birth. No, uh, anyway, anyway, but no, he talks, he, <laughs> he talks, he talks through his wife, he talks through different things, he talks through that, but that was in the very beginning, and, and, and um, so what I don't think, and I, I'm just doing this because I, I know uh, this particular person that asked this question, so what you're not saying is that he's, you're always asking for fleeces. That was when you were first. Uh, oh, that was the first time I, I've never asked for a fleece. That was the, that's actually the only time I asked for a fleece. Okay. Um, oh, you know, there, there was one other time when I asked for some, I prayed for something to happen and it immediately happened and I know it was from God. Um, but that was to pray for something that was an action. This was to pray for something that's a decision. They're, they're two different things. Because we, we, you, you prayed for the fire to go away. Boom, gone, action, not a problem, right? Faith, trust, hope, God, hello, my, my <coughs> Lord is my Lord. Um, but if she needed a decision to pray to ask for the fire to go away or not to consume something else or something like that, the decision is a different aspect of prayer. So. Right. And that's good that you uh, mentioned that earlier, the difference between your baby Christian to like really into the maturity level is that you find out that you become one with God. Things that you're asking, it becomes your decision making. Now you feel like you're gliding on top of his shoes because you no longer have to ask so much because you begin to know who your father is. Because yeah. you stop, yeah. you, what, what you stop the doing, relationship. You, stop, you stop second guessing and mm -hmm. you stop trying to do it from down here. See, one of the biggest problems that I think people do is in their so-called intellect. People like to think they're intellectual. They like to think that they're, oh, I'm so intelligent. And, and that's the stuff that God talks about is dumb. He takes the foolish things of the world and he confounds the wise. So, you know, and I'm not anti-degrees and, and all of that. I mean, I have a lot of degrees, uh, degrees of a lot of things. But at any rate, um, um, I have a lot of, uh, uh, learning but you see I take that and I put it down she has a lot of learning you, you may have a lot of learning whatever it is but you take it and you put it down because it means nothing now why is that does it mean that I stop using my brain heck to the no uh, but what it is is this I submit it to the one that made it and that's the difference I submit it to the one that made it and then I said let me operate on your rhythm you see, there's, we, talk about, we talk about the frequencies, but there is also a rhythm and a frequency within the rhythm, mm -hmm. okay, or the rhythm within the frequency or whatever it is. But at any rate, that those two working together. And so um, it's, it's one of those things. It's not that I pray all this time. It's not that I can quote the scriptures. It's not that um, I, I can do any of those things. But when I'm in the... Um, Okay, one of the time, I mean, I, the last marriage, well, anyway, I got married, and it didn't work. But one of the things it is that I know is that I didn't make a mistake. In the very beginning, the Lord let me know, this is not about you. This is really about him. Okay, it went uh, north, south, east, and west, every place except where I am. And I'm not sad, no bitterness, no, no, I, I don't have any regrets. Okay, none at all. 
because I know I obeyed God, and I know that I obeyed even I obeyed God after that. So every decision that you make, every decision and every place that God leads you, he will lead you according to what it is that he has in you. Do you understand? There are things that she has gone through as an apostle that I have gone through because the apostleship did not come when somebody says, let us dub you apostle. That didn't happen. See, I am a, a doctor in psychology by profession or trade in the earth. Okay, but I am, I'm, I'm, I'm God's apostle. I, his, he, he knew he wanted to work that apostleship through me. All right, I'm that by design. I was designed for this. She was designed for that. And so in that, that, in that designing for that, there are things that happened to her. You heard her say she'd been abducted and this had happened to her and that's happened to her and whatever it is that happened. And you look. And it was not a mistake because what was on the inside of her, the, the, the strength, the temperament, the, the, the person that he had on the inside of her was able to take her through it because he knew that uh, 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 walking in the office of apostle, you got to die. That's the, that's the first animal that is burned to a crisp, that is burned to nothing but power because you, as Paul says, I die daily. And I must die. Why is this? Because it's a difference. And people want to walk in that. Oh, I'm an apostle. You haven't gone through squat. Mm -hmm. You know, what, 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 what is your apostleship and all of that? And people outside think that they can understand that. And everyone that calls themselves. See, I didn't call myself to this. In fact, I didn't want this. This is not, I didn't go, I didn't, yeah. did you fill out apostle no, papers? No, I, I didn't fill out no that. apostle papers. Either. I didn't fill out no application for this. Because if I'd have filled out an application for something, I'd have filled out an application for nothing. Do you understand? I didn't ask to be called into no, to, 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 to nothing. I mean, I'm just, Lord, I, I, I want to do what you want me to do. But I didn't know what it was that he wanted me to do. So, number one, if I'd have known all of this, maybe I wouldn't even say it. I'll do what you want me to do. Yeah, yeah you know, that's only a joke. I would have. But what I'm, saying, what I'm saying is this. The road that you go, stop second-guessing. You know, you'll never get anywhere. It's like it's like it's like somebody trying to drive a stick shift but never putting it in gear. You know, here it is. You're trying to drive it and then you, you put it in gear and instead of putting your foot on the gas and lifting up on the clutch, you never lift up on the clutch and you wonder why you're not going anywhere. It's because you're still well, am I doing this right? 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 You have to stop. You have to trust the Spirit of God. You have to trust that you're moving in that direction. And one of the prayers that I pray constantly, God, if I'm headed in the wrong direction, you know how to change me. And that's what it is that you do yes. for your business. Um, and God will lead you to people that will help you to get to where it is that you're supposed to get to. Why is that? Because he's more interested in, in and that's if you're into the place of obedience. He's more interested in your getting to the destination, to the places, because he has things and other people that are dependent. He wants to bring his body together. There's no broken bones in, the in him. There should be no broken bones in this. And we should be able to do as they did better than the book of Acts. And they all came together, and none of them had any needs. None of them had anything. Why? Because it was not about them. It was not about them lifting themselves up. It was not about how big they could build themselves. So that's the answers. Is there any other questions? Are there any other questions? Do you have one? Rodney? 
sorry I was late. Uh, Me too. I hear you saying, like when Jesus was at the, uh, talking to the woman at the well, he said, I could give you rivers of living water. So I, I, I kind of hear you saying, uh, in my spirit, when I ask the Father for whatever he's saying to ask for, when I ask, and I'm connected to the kingdom of God, mm -hmm. it's going to happen. It's in you to go ahead. No, go ahead. It's in you to flow out. He says, he, he, he's talking about those rivers of living water. Well, understand this, that the word of God is alive, right? The word of God is equated with water, right? Washing by the water of the word, and it mentions that a whole other place in there. But the word of God is alive. And so he's saying in this, I will give you the rhema, I will give you the understanding, and it will flow out of you. And it will be able to flow and water others because everything that I give for you to do, it's going to flow out in order to affect and help others. So out of, out, mm -hmm. uh, out of that will flow that, okay? And so it, it's like, you, uh, okay, Lord, I need a way out of this situation or I need a way out of such a thing I'm going on. He will flow out of you. He will, make, he will give you a contact. He will have it so... Because nobody does anything alone. I don't care what they do. If they do it alone, then it's not of God, okay? Because he wants to connect. He did not send them out one by one. There's no place in the Bible that he sent them out alone. He didn't even send Moses out alone. He says, I'll connect you with your brother. He was already on his way. It wasn't like, you know, Moses said, I can't do this, whatever. He said, boy, I already got somebody. You know you can talk, but I got somebody on the way to help you. You know, just get your little rusty behind on up here and go ahead and meet him. Otherwise, I'm going to kill you here. But anyway, it's not kind of like the Bible said, but it is. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, I'm trying to say it like Mike does. You know, that's what he'd be saying. <laughs> anyway. It's Mike's influence. Yeah, that's Mike's influence. No, no it, we're uh -oh. just we're influenced. Uh -oh. But what, what it is is this. He will connect you. He's saying, I'm bringing kingdom connections and kingdom things together. There's some things that are about to be done uh, that are uh, the way the world sees them are big things. But what it is is that he's bringing like-minded people together. It's like he's bringing us together. And there's some things that we're going to be talking yeah. about tomorrow and, and whatever it is in order to bring some things that's going to help the ecclesia. See, I'm, I'm, uh, one, uh, uh, we're not here next week, but the following week, I'd like to really, for us to break down what the difference between the, the body of Christ, what it really looks like, and how it's supposed to be connected together, and how that, the body, operates out of the kingdom, the, the kingdom of God, and how it's supposed to operate through the ecclesia the, at, 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 at large, because I think that, <clears throat> and, and, and we're not going to use the world's words or words that are, 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 um, are, are those sounding words, like religion, because people uh -huh. don't really understand. I mean, you know, God says religion is good. You read the book of, who is it, James, uh, that you let your religion be non-defiled. So he talks about it as being a good thing, and that was after the cross. So 
what we need to do and we speak these things and we just throw them out there but he says with all of your getting get what understanding mm -hmm. and so we're going to do that that's going to be our homework assignment is that okay mm -hmm. with you is that a good assignment yeah. okay you know, while is you're that, talking about that that kind of like the importance two by two that's really because while you're talking god reminded me you know that incident with the fire because i was by myself but last year exactly the same time summer there was a fire that went through the mountains that actually by the time it get to my house it made a u-turn and at that time i didn't have to tell the fire to come outside or whatever i was with another <laughs> sister that came that came in agreement for me that we worship every friday night and then that she come and she's an elderly so we're just literally just listening and we're just worshiping god and then my mentee had to leave his date because it was all over the news that the fire was just, everybody was evacuating except for us. By the time he got there, he said, do you not see? And I looked out the window. It was, I thought it was nighttime, but it was the black smoke wrap around the house, but he didn't even get inside of us. The fire from the, all the hills went around, made a U-turn and then continued on U-turn around the house, same house. But this time, while she was explaining that, I saw the power of God coming together when there's two by two. Because God says when there's two or more gathered, he's in the midst. So at that time, me and my girlfriend are just hanging out, decided to just, we just want to worship and hang out and talk about the goodness of God. That's it. And then in the meantime, I guess the fire decided to let loose in California last summer. And then, but not in our house, not where our place, not where the kingdom, where the heir of God's children is. And made a U-turn. Because when she was explaining that, God reminded me the importance of coming together. Because so, because I was like, I never had to. I always, you know, a lot of young people are always following me. Because there's then there's always signs, wonders, and miracles. So I was used to it. I was like, God, I have to tell this fire to go. Because I wasn't used to it. But I remember because I was by myself. So I have to use the declaration of God and get back to what I was doing. But if I'm just doing what God has called me to do to fellowship with my sister and worship him and just glorify God, God will take care of whatever's going on around us. And see, we have to, what, what happens, and, and we have, we're, we ran really late yeah. tonight. Uh, uh, what it is is this, you have to recognize something that he's giving you step by step. Mm -hmm. What people want is this. And here's another thing that I believe and then everyone will just take a minute to go ahead and do this I believe this if God gives her an instruction for me if I go to her and I say uh, apostle now I'm not okay I'm not going to her at this time and say hey girl I'm saying uh, I'm pulling on the uh, I'm pulling on the anointing the office the um, uh, what's in her I need help I need to, uh, to make a decision here I need here's my here's here's my dilemma and I give it to her, and then she tells me what to do. See, I have two choices at that point. I have two ways to walk. I can walk in obedience and say thank you and go ahead and do it. I don't understand how to do it, and I'm say, Lord, you show me. I got the instructions. Now give me understanding how to take my first step. I'm not gonna go and try and give her 50,000 questions because if she heard from herself, okay, then what it is, is I'm saying, I don't like that answer. All right? Why would I go to her if I didn't trust that she was going to hear from the Spirit of God and give me what it is? This is the first problem that most people do because of pride, arrogance, 
I already know. I've already done that. I've already done that. Sucker, if you had already done it the way God wanted it done, it would have worked. Okay? I already heard that. I already know that scripture. I already know it. Well, then you know it by your head. You don't know it. If you're not living it, you don't know it. You have not had intercourse with it, and you ain't had no baby with it. Because ain't nothing showing. And, 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 and when you get pregnant and you carry it full term, something comes out, ugly or, or, or uglier, okay? <laughs> they come out, okay? And they tie it to you and you cut them away from them. Might be pretty. I had one, uh, my, my first baby was the prettiest baby I've ever seen. All the rest of them was ugly. Anyway, but, but that's life, you know. Uh, uh, but what I'm, what I'm saying. <laughs> that's free, because my mom says, the first one, the, I'm the oldest one, the ugliest one, everyone else is pretty. Yeah, so that's nice got, to know that that's possible. Yeah. Well, I got saved right there. Yeah. 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 Older. Got saved all yeah. over again. All over but, again. But, you know, you have to, you have to go. You see, he, he said this in the, in the word. He says, you have not, why? Because you ask not. And then when you ask, you ask because you know you ain't going to do it in the first place. Mm -hmm. So that's why you don't get no answer. You ask amiss. What is amiss? Yes. Asking amiss is saying, well, I'm going to ask you all of these questions so that I can decide whether what you said is good enough. I mean, that's ignorance gone to see taking root and growing. You didn't know what it was in the first place. So that's why we don't get an you don't get answers. Why is that? Because you ask and you ain't going to do it in the first place. So that's the time that whoever's talking to you need to hang up the phone. I like those phones that you can just hang up. I just like to do that. There's also those, but, but, but what if? Yeah. What if? What if? Yeah. See, that's it. They don't want to do it. They don't want to do it. Your, your, your speech. Go ahead and then she and then we can get out of here. I'm sorry. Your, 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 your caveat. She's so cute. Does that help? Okay. One, one of the things I want to reassure everybody is that we're all going to make mistakes. And, and the you faster we yourself. make them. No, I'm not joking. Well, you know, and that was her last one. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's just, it's just a part of what we do as gaining in knowledge and gaining in wisdom is we're going to do things that uh, are not going to work. And the faster we do them and recover from them, the faster we can get one with the other stuff that does work. Hallelujah. And the thing that, about making a decision with God is if you follow them like they're telling you, it, it's going to work. We're not going to do that all the time. I, I can promise you that most people aren't going to do that. They're going to say, okay, you know, I like what you're saying, but I ain't going to do it. And what if, and they're on this track here. And the, the, the best thing they can do is fail fast. Fail fast fail and then fail forward because, yeah, there you go. Done. Go ahead. Leonora? Sure. Leonora, yeah. She did. You did? Oh, for me, it's that, you know, I'm all about the black and white thing. When you do everything the right way with God, but now I realize that God likes to bend things because he doesn't like cookie cutter. And he said, I don't want you to be a pharmaceutical. And then he'll, he'll bring like Dr. Baker that laugh all the time, like, you know, I said, why? You know, it's like, for me, it's like, we have to be serious about God 24-7. But then I realized is that when he bends certain things because he wants to show more of his glory and create that joy is a weapon that he has and he's going to introduce to the world because he's laughing already over the enemy thing that they want when they haven't even seen yet what the 
prophet has been speaking that it's the harvest time. And then even the enemy had to submit to God into his order Lord. and his timing. So we haven't lost, never. We have always been the victorious heir of God and always been. We're just multiplying and the world is not finally getting to see more of that for those that are willing to see those things. Because like Dr. you know, sometimes too, for those people that keep asking for prayer, when are you gonna stop and then wait and listen for the answer? And then also sometimes God's bring answer before the problem already come. So if you pay attention and really write things what God is saying or your dreams, he already gave you the solution before it happened because he wanted to let you know that he knew what path are you going in. He has, he has already given you the solution. So you have to really take everything, even how simple it is. You're asking for God to give you an answer when he already gave you the answer, but you didn't meditate and ask No, you God. didn't want it. You didn't oh, yeah, like you didn't it. You didn't it. approve yeah. of it. Yeah, that's true. And it's I not your I way. I don't approve of that. It's not something comfortable. And God always makes sure to remove you out of your com being comfortable to another place because he doesn't want to be stagnant. He wants you to grow because you're what? You're, you're a king. You're a leader. You can't just be weak. You know, you can't be also be nonsense and full of drama, you, Ooh, you know. Jesus. So when we speak of immaturity, time. immaturity has nothing to do with age. That's because right. we see, we seen oh, folks Jesus, in their like, age that's supposed to be mature. So <laughs> I've been babysitting God's children ah, shut up, shut up, shut from up. age one to hundred. So, you know, so I... Now I see why I'm part of, he said I have a ministry called children ministry. So for those that are doing children ministry, welcome when you climb up higher, there's still more children up there. <laughs> All the way to 120. Yeah, the yeah, 120, yeah. there you go. Any rate, it's, uh, I, I know that you've enjoyed tonight and we, we thank you for allowing us to come into your home and we thank you and the audience and we give you a hand. Thank you. And we're getting ready to receive tithes, offering, gifts of love or whatever it is that you want to do. And you can go to our website, www.mteminc.org or you can go to Cash App and that um, the, the Cash App thing is the dollar sign, M-T-E-M Inc offerings or you can go to Zell offerings at mtem.org mteminc.org that's m-i-n isn't that interesting yeah, I love miniature it. any rate um so you can do that and uh we won't be here next week but uh we will uh, uh for those that are a part of the the ministry it's going to be uh movie night and um Minister Daniel and all are going to have fun with that. And um, we'll be back that following week having fun. Uh, we want to find out how much you guys like what it is that we're doing. And um, um, they don't pay me and I don't pay them. And God pays all of us, but he don't pay us here. <laughs> this, is, this is a free will offering. <laughs> and it's all because you're important. Absolutely. I mean, Absolutely. We do this because of you. We don't do this because we don't have anything else to do. I guarantee you that. Uh, but, um, you know, we want to, to bring all. And some of you might say tonight, you really didn't talk about kingdom prosperity and kingdom wealth. You see, that's because you're, you're, you're not hearing. 
you didn't hear, but we talk more about kingdom prosperity and kingdom wealth in the, in the preparation of it. Uh, so that when you get to where it is that you're supposed to go, then you have the integrity, you have the ability to be, uh, to, to be sustained and, and realize that you don't pay attention to the waves that are happening uh, in different ways. So any rate, uh, come forth and you want to, uh, uh, here's a bucket over here that Daniel has not polished yet, but that's okay, you can come forth. <laughs> Diane didn't want to come on to let you see her little ponytail. So it's cute. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's cute. Oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Not yet. They're still coming. Yeah, we're so enjoying it. And you know, for those that are listening, take advantage of this time. It's seasonal and take as much time even with God because this timing is only available for right now. Mm -hmm. Not for tomorrow, not for later. It's for right now. Father, we thank you for this evening. Thank you for the wisdom and knowledge that you spread forth yes. upon us, Father God. Father, I pray that you bless his eyes, bless his offerings, bless his seeds that get planted into this house, Father God. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just give you glory. Amen. And the Lord bless you, the Lord keep you, the Lord make his face to shine upon you, which he does. And he releases his blessing. And he says you're already blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in, the, in uh, Yeshua Messiah. And we thank him for that. We release the blood of Jesus over you, over your family, over everything. And uh, you that are going to travel this weekend, on the 4th of July weekend and all of that, we pray over your vehicles, we pray over the planes, the front, the back, the side, the bottom, the engine. We thank God that he protects you from accidents, the law, anything. Uh, I mean, not that you would be speeding if you're going in that, but we, thank, uh, we pray that you're, you're protected from any and every injustice and that you walk in the fullness of God. You walk with the armor in the name of Jesus. Name and so we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.